Welcome, peace. Episode 21 of Southern Man, Western Town. In the background, you hear the band of, uh, that's going to call into the show today, my guest, uh, Caging Elliot. A uh, really good rock and roll band, hard rock band from uh, around the Memphis area of Tennessee. I think they say Jackson, Tennessee is where, where they're out of, but basically Memphis. You can catch them all over that area once this uh, pandemic is over. But yeah, Joe's going to call in with our guitarist from uh, one of the guitarists from uh, Caging Elliot here in a bit. Um, yeah, we're still in the pandemic edition of the podcast. Uh, they're all, everybody that calls in, all my guests are just kind of quarantined up. Some of the places have opened up a bit. Um, you can, uh, here in Utah, where I do the podcast, northern Utah, not really opened up all that much. Crazy, you can't really get into a restaurant or anything. I think there's a couple that you can, but for the most part, you still can't get into a restaurant. You can go stand in line at Home Depot, though, for like an hour and a half if you want a piece of wood. Tried to do that, tried to fix my fence, can't fucking wait an hour for wood. Went to Lowe's, same shit. Um... Got a shout out to Kirk's, uh, though. We went over to Kirk's, which is like an old school 50s, like a uh, drive-in type restaurant where we pulled in and, uh, you know, the old uh, teenage waitresses come out and take your order. They're not on roller skates like in the old days, but took my wife and two of my kids over there and we uh, had some uh, burgers and ice cream, really enjoyed it. Uh, that's called Kirk's. It's up in North Ogden, Utah. They they don't pay me to advertise for those guys, but I'll give them a shout out. Hell, they might not even want to know. That. They might not even want people to know I go there. <laughs> but too bad. But go to Kirk's drive-in if you ever get a chance. If you're in the North Ogden, Utah area. But yeah, still getting through the pandemic. Like I said in past uh, podcast, all my. Uh, gigs are canceled all my guitar classes are canceled i've got one gig that's still on the books with my uh, ccr tribute band tombstone shadow which is going to uh right now it's still august 22nd in magna utah at magna days it's like a little festival they do every year hopefully a kind of a family atmosphere out there we'll probably play a set or two um hopefully that's still going to happen it's outside easier to social distance outside um i know uh georgia's kind of where i grew up at spent 30 years there it's a little little more opened up than some of the other states uh, a lot of the guys like it a lot of the like a lot of the people don't um so i think they're opening up and if they want to i know you can go to waffle house and stuff there now which you know, i miss waffle house wish we had one out here I don't think I want to go all the way to Phoenix to eat there, but don't have one here. Um, if, if we did, it probably wouldn't be opened up anyway. Um, seems like it's a political issue. The, uh, you know, I don't understand why, but yeah, you, uh, all the conservatives want the country open because it's infringing on their freedom. 
and all the liberals want to stay stay quarantined until we know more about it. I'm I don't know. You got to look at it from both sides. Uh, people would definitely want to get out and make a living, but I don't see I don't see why people are crying about not being able to go get tattoos and stuff. And I know the tattoo people that are doing the tattoos need to work, but. You know, that's, I don't know, it just depends on your perspective. Um, I'm, it's, I'm kind of skewed because I'm a, you know, I'm a truck driver by day these days. I'm not a pro musician anymore. I'm not a full-time musician anyway. Um, definition of pro musician is you make all your living doing music. Um, if you don't do that, you're not pro. <laughs> Look it up. <laughs> but I did that for years. Um, don't do it now. Um, but yeah, I've been driving truck every day still. Dropped a, dropped the whole uh, drive shaft on one of my on one of the trucks last week. Whole damn thing fell out on the street. Not cool. Boss not happy. Already had another one getting a clutch. Um, if you're a trucker and you ever dropped your drive shaft, you know what I'm talking about. Not fun. But uh, still doing my Sunday. Uh, brunch little jazz improv things on the guitar hadn't had a, had a the first three did really well people venmoed me and paypal me and now kind of viewership going down but you know now everything's not closed anymore so people are getting out there it's summer it's hot people are getting out there and doing stuff and beautiful weather out here in utah hopefully we're going to get up in the mountains maybe this weekend maybe go up to logan show uh, my daughter and wife want to go up to logan we'll check that out um, anyway, like I said, guitarist for Cajun Elliot gonna be calling in, do a little interview. This song right here is by Cajun Elliot, and it's called Burn. This is the intro 
by Caging Elliot. As a standard for society's acceptance. We don't need acceptance. As we are the monsters in the cage. Alright, calling into the show right now is Joseph Stevens from uh, Caging Elliot. And uh, you're the guitarist and the vocalist, or is there two guitars? How, how, what do you got there? We had we had two guitars. Uh, uh, my other guitar player is David Boynton, and uh, we both kind of play rhythm and lead. So okay, yeah, and I appreciate you calling in the show. Um, so you guys both do some solos, or do you do any kind of double type solos, or like harmony type things, or? Actually, we are bringing that into it. Uh, he just joined the band about three months ago. Gotcha. Uh, we lost the other guitar player, so he came in. I've played with him in the past in another band a few years ago. So we're trying to do a little bit of it, add to the new songs that we're right now. And uh, with the older songs, we're trying to incorporate maybe some dual leads, where harmony, stuff like that. Right. Now, who else is in the band besides you two guys? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, Rusty Jackson on vocals, Jay Lee on bass. As I said, David Boyd on guitar, myself, Joe Stevens on guitar, and Mick Hollywood on drums. Oh, that's cool. And you, are, are you guys in Jackson, Tennessee? Is that, that's near Memphis, right? Yes. Uh, actually, myself and Mick is from Memphis. Uh, we're kind of like a little... Jackson's about 45 minutes an hour from Memphis. We're kind of scattered in between everywhere. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've uh, definitely been that way a few times. If you get you guys get a chance, there's a guy here. I'm I'm a, I do the podcast out of a town called Ogden, Utah. Um, so I'm way, okay. but uh, I'm originally from Marietta, Georgia. But uh, so we used to go over to Memphis and play back in the day. I'm an older guy, but um, a guy here, a guy from here, just uh, from Salt Lake City, just moved down there. His name's Tony Holiday. He's a he's a blues guy. You should get, you should check him out. He moved to Memphis. Uh, definitely, definitely. Yeah, check him out. He's a good, really straight up blues uh, harmonica player. But he's a yeah, you, you'd like it. That's cool. I, I cut my teeth on the blues growing up, obviously being from Memphis. So. so what's going on with you guys in the virus stage? you have to cancel a crap load of gigs? or? Yeah, we actually uh, canceled a couple gigs, uh, kind of pushed our recording back. We got a new EP uh, that's going to be coming out. Uh, we're actually going to studio May 17th to do our first single to uh, hopefully have out June 1st. And just kind of practice what we can, still practice safe distancing and all that, yeah. and uh, ready to get back on stage. Is Tennessee opened up any at all, or is it still pretty pretty locked down? They uh, they actually opened up uh, some stuff, uh, some half capacity, some twenty five percent capacity. Oh, okay. Uh, Memphis is actually opening up right there, salons and stuff like that later on this week. Just kind of playing everything by ear right now. Yeah, I got a, I got a nephew and a niece that live in Tennessee, but they're way on the other side over in Cookville. Um, 
but they were saying the same thing. It's not really all that opened up yet. Same thing here. Um, but yeah, so uh, I was listening to some of the stuff on Spotify. Like I was really digging that song "Betrayal." I was listening to, and uh, what a, is that? Is that a guy, a former members of the band in there, or just without the one guitarist? That's actually the other guitar player. It's me. I was playing guitar on it too. Okay. Uh, we replaced our guitarist and bassist with uh, Jay and uh, David. Uh, that EP actually came out May of last year. Uh, we took Christmas off a few months there to get ready to start recording, and then Corona hit, so yeah. kind of threw everything into into wax. Yeah, every all my podcasts are they're all saying the same thing. A lot of a lot of them have to cancel a lot of days. Some of them are just finished touring, so they didn't have to cancel too much. But um, it's a good time to record and write, I guess. Actually, have we uh, actually got enough material? We're talking about doing uh, two EPs: one with the slower, soft stuff like Betrayal, and then another EP that's that's a little bit harder or edgier. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you too. You just kind of sound just um, just you know, kind of like a hard rock band. Is that what you consider yourself, hard rock band, or you're more metal or hard rock? Uh, Cause we all got our own different influences. My biggest influence was Alice in Chains and the, the whole Seattle scene. Yeah, yeah, I could hear a little bit of that in there. Uh, <clears throat> Jay and and Mick are more old school. Uh, Van Halen, Zeppelin, stuff like that. Uh, Rusty's real big into the '90s music, and Davis into. Well, stuff like Breaking Benjamin, stuff like that. So it kind of, kind of put a little bit of our stamp on everything, and it kind of, it works. I was getting a little bit of a, kind of like a Godsmack feel, maybe on a couple of them. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely loves Godsmack. Yeah. Um, now, who does most of the writing? Is that kind of uh, all of you guys, or <clears throat> the music? Kind of all of us will come in with an idea, and we'll just kind of work it as a band. Lyrical is usually me and Rusty. Okay. Uh, so we don't kind of, we don't put it where, you know, you do this, you did it. It's just kind of, we collaborate on everything. It works real well so far. Yeah, it seems to be working well. It got some good, uh, good arrangements of the songs and stuff too, and good production. I don't know who, uh, who recorded those things for you, those songs. We, we actually went into, uh, Babylon Sound in Memphis, uh, very very nice studio and he did an incredible job. I mean, yeah, he we, did. we we crammed we crammed that whole EP done in four days. Yeah, and it showed that looked like they had a lot of people uh, streaming that thing too. Cause it kind of gives you a number of how many people uh, stream it and stuff. We got a good little we got a good following. We we played roughly sixty shows last year. Uh, Pretty much Tennessee, Arkansas, Kentucky, and Mississippi. And uh, now that we are actually signed with World of Music uh, Artist Management, once the corona is, we're going to try to branch out more up north, out west. Yeah, you guys would do well out here. Um, there's actually, you do pretty well out here. If people think of Utah in a weird way, they think it's just a bunch of Mormons and cowboys and stuff. But there's actually, uh, there is that for sure. But there's a... Uh, Definitely a pretty good hard rock scene here. 
There's a band called Royal Bliss. They're really famous out here and in the Midwest and stuff. They don't get back east much, but they uh they own their own bar. I know you guys would do well at their at their yeah. place. Well, that's what that's what our game plan is. Obviously, once the Corona calms down and we get back to whatever normal is going to be, that's our game plan is get the EP released. Uh, we'll, we do have a video for Pray to Die off the last EP, and we're going to do a video for this EP, song one of the songs off this EP. Now, where's uh? Now, what's the YouTube channel? It is actually Cajun Elliot official. Cool. Yeah, so I'll uh, and I'll definitely on the outro of the of the podcast push all that for you too where else is that where can they find you all your other stuff on social media besides spotify and youtube well well facebook which is cajun elliot uh we got our own website www.cajunelliot.com instagram twitter starting to play with snapchat yeah yeah, it didn't it? It wasn't hard to find you. As soon as I googled Cajun Elliot, it all came right up, especially on Spotify too. So it's a that's a good easy thing to find. A lot of the bands tell me their name, and they, I have to like search for <laughs> for it. But you guys just popped right up. We we worked hard the last three. We've been going on three years now, and, and we've worked hard to push our social media and our presence out 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 the public eye. So now, what is um. Well, how, tell me a little bit about the name. Is that just kind of like an inside thing? or No, actually, um, I was dating this girl about four and a half, five years ago. Her last name was Elliot, and her initials of her whole name spelled Cage. Oh. And we were in a room, in a room just goofing off, and it was with my guitar player now, David. We were in another band at the time, trying to start another project. And I kind of threw this out Kate and Elliot and everybody in the room just kind of stopped and it stuck a year later we I formed Kate and Elliot and now a year and a half later David's involved in it <laughs> you shouldn't have said that now you're going to have to pay her a royalty when you guys <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> she's going to come after you for some dough <laughs> so uh, take take me on back to the to the early days were all you guys just totally in different bands or have you known each other forever or what? Um, actually, Nick was my first drummer 25 years ago. Okay, so you guys go back. Uh, yeah, me and David's known each other about 14 years. Uh, Jay and Rusty, I met Rusty about four years ago. He was in a, in a cover band. Uh, Jay was playing with him at the time, too, and we kind of started talking and we lost our vocalist and Rusty's like, man, I really dig the music y'all got. You know, let me come over and audition. And he came in, did Betrayal, Pray to Die, Heaven to Hell, and just killed it. And he was hired, and it's been history ever since. Yeah, those are the those are the ones I've been jamming today. Um, is there a good, pretty good scene in Memphis or, or for hard rock? Not really. Uh, Ten years ago, yes. A lot. Of, unfortunately, a lot of the clubs have gone to cover bands and, and pay to play and stuff like that. Most of it's door split, so unless you got a good following, it's it's very limited. Yeah. Yeah, I used to play I think the last time I played in Memphis was like nineteen ninety four or something. It was kind of the same deal then. I think I played with four other bands at some place over on 
don't even remember the name of the roads there now. But, uh, and that's the way it is now. They put three or four bands on there, and even if you have a good good night, by the time you divide it four ways, it's, you end up with nothing. Yeah, but that's the that's kind of the way it is. If you that's the kind of way it is everywhere. If you do originals until you, you know, until you get that big following going, but uh, you guys are probably probably doing pretty good on that. Heading in that we're direction. getting there. We're, we're, we're getting there. Uh, we we do have a pretty good JK fan base. Uh, we draw pretty well in the local area. So now, we, and that was our game plan from day one: is to play heavy in the region, get our following, and then start branching out. Now, do you guys you guys you guys go up to Little Rock and like down to Jackson, Mississippi, and all them kind of areas? We have not been to Jackson yet uh, or Little Rock, but we have played in Columbus, Mississippi. Uh, Armory, they do a festival every year down there. We played it last year. Uh, it got canceled this year. That's one of the gigs we got canceled. Wow. We've done Nashville. We've gone up into Kentucky, Bowling Green, places like that. We've gone to uh, Jonesboro, Arkansas. You guys would do probably do well up in Sturgis. I don't even know if they're going to have it this year. but um. Funny story about that. Uh, they have a full throttle in Trimble, Tennessee, which we're about 20 minutes from. And that's Michael Bauer. That's the guy who puts on Sturgis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah and actually, and we, we've played full throttle several times. We, we know Angie and, and Michael, so. Yeah, you guys, I know him pretty well myself. You guys would do well up there. I, I grew up with Jesse, a singer for Jackal. He, yeah. He, uh, he's from my same hometown in Georgia, but he's a couple years older than me, but. He used to bounce at the. Uh, I was actually at the club that they when they started the band. Uh, he he used to be like the bouncer at the club. <laughs> it, was, it was a weird deal because Jackal he used to sound like Queensrÿche. They had this other singer and all this, and and the, the singer got arrested for a DUI or something that night and didn't show up. So Jesse just hopped in and and just did all his songs with him, and that's kind of how it started. But yeah, he you guys would do do well up there. Yeah, Michael, you said you just signed on with a management team or. Yes, uh, World of Music Artist Management. They're out of Chicago. Yeah, I bet, uh, I bet you they signed with them two months ago. And they slowly were now sponsored by Intune Picks, uh, WB Gear, uh, Prestige Guitars. Um, got a few other back burner that we're still working out on. So that's great, man. Congrats on that. But yeah, they could probably hook, they could probably hook you up on the Sturgis thing. Um, Let's talk a little bit. I like to ask a few guitar nerd stuff. I'm a guitarist myself. What, what kind of setup? Uh, you, what kind of uh, setup are you playing? I play all Epiphone Custom Pro guitars. Uh, I got four of them. I run a PV thirty one twenty head with a Mesa oversized cab. Oh yeah. With nineteen with nineteen ninety eight vintage thirties in it. Oh, you'll get it. That's definitely the way to go. You'll get a killer uh killer heavy rock sound out of that setup uh, it, it, it does very well and my other guitar player he plays the pv triple x for the 5150 cab yep yep yeah and a lot of people swear by you know that swear they want to play the gibson instead of the epiphone but i'll tell you i had an epiphone one time and the same model gibson and my the epiphone was way better <laughs> it just depends on which one you you get the, the, you know the the, the, thing, the thing for me is I've played Gibson. I've had a couple of them, and I kept going back to my Epiphones. 
Yeah. And yeah, that's what I did. So I ended up selling the Gibsons, and now I own nothing but that. Yeah, that's how it is. It just depends on which Epiphone you get. Like, not not the model wise, but just the actual specific guitar you pick up. Man, some of them are great. Yep. And some of them are better than the Gibsons. And some of them are. You just don't know. But uh, yeah, I did. I had the same experience. So uh, you said Prestige guitars. Are you gonna start playing some of their stuff? I am in works and talks work with them right now. Uh, I love the way they look. Uh, I'm actually gonna probably demo some here shortly. And uh, and go from there. If they if they got the same feel to Epi, I would definitely play them. Yeah, yeah, they probably. Uh, I don't know if they'd be as as uh, heavy weight wise on you, but they might. You never know. They'll probably make you whatever you want once you get get the endorsement yeah. settled down. So, uh, what are you, are you guys doing? Anything on like Facebook Lives or anything? Or we 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 have been here and there. Uh, next weekend we'll probably go live. From practice, we got a show tentatively as of right now, June sixth at the Hill in Brooksburg, Tennessee. Yeah, they're, they're supposed to be on because they're supposed to be opening the clubs at the end of the month, so that'll be our first show out since all this happened. So we will probably go live from practice next weekend just to get people a taste of some of the new music. Cool. Yeah, let, let me know if if you do because. Uh... I usually try to keep track of every band that's ever been on the show and and push. Oh, like definitely. Yeah, and push stuff for them and put. You know, once I send you the link over, this will probably drop Wednesday night. I'll send you a link over and you just make sure you stay uh, stay on tabs with me or what when your Facebook Live stuff's gonna go, and I'll push. You definitely, over. definitely. This uh, as this podcast goes out to a couple of thousand people, and got a lot of listeners down south because I'm from from Atlanta and I uh, got a lot of them out here. I even got a good bit over in Ireland and uh the Philippines and up in Canada and stuff. So uh probably pick up a few new listeners by the end of this. <laughs> I know that's what that and that's what it's about, man. We don't look at you know, we, it ain't gonna happen overnight. And like I said, we've been building this for three years now and, and that's what we're trying to do, just build it to enough where we can do it for a living and have fun. Yeah, man, and you got a. Now that you got the management team behind you, you will. It'll probably uh, be a lot easier for you. Definitely. Now, um, now you guys mainly you talked about releasing EPs, or you just? I know that's probably what it'll end up being, but you guys are just going to release singles as you as you go, right? We're going to release the first single, and then a, probably a month or so after that, we'll probably release the first EP. We'll do it on we'll do it on all the platforms like we did Spotify, Apple Music, Deezer, all the multimedia sites. Are you guys on Bandcamp at all? No, I just now started to get into that. That's something our management team mentioned, and that's something we're going to be working on here probably for this EP. What about uh, what about merch? You guys got T-shirts or anything people can buy? Or we got T-shirts. We got two different logo designs. We got shot glasses, koozies. Tank tops. That's sweet. Uh, I think of bandanas. We are fitting to do hats here shortly. I gotta get me a. I gotta get me a t-shirt. You can get all this stuff on uh, on your website. Yes. Cool. Um, yeah, the bandana should be flying off the shelf right now. You gotta. Everybody's gotta wear one. Well, bandanas and shot glasses actually have been our biggest sellers. That's cool. Um, yeah, so uh, and now when you guys, I don't, I know, I don't know how it's gonna be, but in the past, have you guys uh, mainly just played with other 
you know, kind of bands on the same level, or have you opened up for any kind of bigger acts? Or we've we've opened up for Bubble Flex. Yeah, yeah. We've opened up. We've opened up for Saving Able. Okay. Um, and then a lot of the local regional acts we've done. We've we've opened up. We've headlined. We've headlined probably about twelve shows. And um, yeah, and I was I was watching the YouTube, and um, yeah, you guys got a great kind of atmosphere you create up there. You're not just standing there. <laughs> well, yeah, we. I mean, that's, I always look at it like as a fan. If I go to see a band, I want not just like the music, but I want to be entertained. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we try to come across the same way. We always mingle with our friends before and after, whenever they take pictures, whatever, we, we try to uh, appease them. That's cool. Um, now, do you guys ever do you ever get over towards Nashville, or is that not really a, another? We, we played Nashville once. Uh, not sure how they, again, it's, everything gets so up in the air. Oh, with, with the coronavirus yeah. and social distance, uh, I know that came out today and was talking about some of the clubs are probably close to the end of the year. Do you guys ever do that Days of 103 thing they do there? No, we were actually were in talks with them uh, last year, and we ended up having some band issues, and we didn't do it. Uh, we, like I said, we did Full Throttle Festival last year, anniversary here at Trimble. Then we did Armory Fest last year. Um, we supposed to do Armory Fest this year. They moved it to September, I think, in Mississippi, which is a cool little two-day event. They have, like, rides and uh, stuff like that. So it's, it's a cool little, cool little setup. Definitely uh, try to get, you know, try to get back onto the Days of 103 thing. I used to do it. I did it back three years in a row back in early 90s when it first started but I, that's where that that's where Jackal actually got signed out of that place so uh, you guys may uh, may you guys do pretty well there too they like hard rock at that thing more than they do the other stuff but uh, and, and, and that's, that's us I mean most of the guys are, I mean, we have our own taste but for, at the end of the day it's the music we play I mean that's what we are yeah are you guys? Are you guys gonna get a bus or like a jump in a van and hit the road, <laughs> or would you? Oh, uh, actually, probably jump in a van and hit the road as soon as this lifts up. Like I said, I know uh, our management company where it works with a couple uh, tours before all this happens. So hopefully, after all this is said and done, that, that we'll still be able to jump on a couple tours. Yeah, that'll be cool. I hope to see you guys out here. Maybe I can interview you live all together. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely. You'll have to you'll have to hit Denver and Vegas and every, and Phoenix and stuff when you come out this way. Definitely. <laughs> well, man, I appreciate you uh, taking your time to to call into the show, and I uh, certainly encourage everybody to go to the website and the YouTube and and check you guys out on Spotify, like I've been doing all week. And uh, I appreciate you having me. Yeah, man, and uh, this like I said, this episode will probably drop uh, Wednesday. I'll shoot you over the link as soon as I get it up, and uh. Okay. Share it out there. I'm sure you'll pick up a few new fans off of this. I know you. I know you got a new one in me, so I appreciate it. That's fine. Yeah, definitely. Man. All right, man. Well, thanks again for calling in, and I'll uh, I'll talk to you as soon as this crap's over, and uh, when you're back out on the road again. Definitely, man. Look forward to hearing from you again. All right. Well, you have a good one. You too. This is betrayal by Caging Elliot.
Thank Joe Stevens for calling in, guitarist, and I believe he does some a little bit of the uh, backup vocals and stuff for Caging Elliot. Appreciate him calling in from uh, from uh, Memphis, Tennessee area, where they're still on lockdown as well. Um, good music. I like if you like hard rock music, you can kind of hear this in the background. It's Heaven and Hell by Caging Elliot. But yeah, if you like good music good hard rock music you're gonna love this band i encourage you to go to their youtube 
just go just Google Cajun Elliot. It's easy to find. Go to their YouTube channel. They have their own website. You can buy shot glasses. You can buy T-shirts. You can buy all the merch you need to buy from those guys. Um, hats and all that. Bandanas. You know you need some uh, Cajun Elliot bandanas for this uh, pandemic. They're cool looking. Go to their website. Go to uh, they find them on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook all those places i'm listening to them right now on spotify um which they're on itunes and other stuff too and this song is called heaven and hell like i said um but yeah thanks again joe stevens i think I call him i think i called him joseph stevens in the intros i apologize i think he wants goes by joe i was getting it mixed up with a i had another interview with another guy named joseph not too long ago and he went by joseph so i think i screwed that up but that's that's no problem um, as long as you stream and download some Caging Elliot, and I don't, there's no way to misspell that. You know, I just spell Cage with an I N G on it, Caging, and Elliot, E L L I O T, just like the name Elliot. He he, you know, he told us what the uh, meaning behind the name was, which is cool. Um, as far as uh, not gonna, like I said last week, I'm not. I was doing for a while. I was doing the Devotion Championship Wrestling Rundown kind of review of the show but it seems like most of my listeners a lot of my listeners are here in Utah but a lot of the listeners now are coming from Ireland and the Philippines and up in Canada and uh, a lot of them down south um, southeast area Tennessee Georgia and stuff so uh, I don't think I'm going to keep reviewing the show because those people don't can't watch the show because it's a local WB affiliate but i do encourage you to check out devotion championship wrestling it's on uh the wb here in salt lake city um say here i'm in i'm north of there but yeah anywhere in utah wb 30 uh it's on saturday mornings at 11 or 11 30 one of those two times i forgot then it comes on again i think at one in the morning or something on sundays yeah, check it out. I'm not going to keep reviewing it. I think they only got two more shows taped anyway. I'm not sure what they're going to do um, with the uh, virus and all. I don't think they're going to be able to run shows for a bit. Hard to social distance in a wrestling uh, situation. Um, I talked to Manny. Uh, Lemons, the guy that runs the thing, their champion, runs the company and all, and owns it. And he's uh, that's what he told me. He didn't know what, when they were going to be able to do it again, but... Good luck to those those guys. Um, possibility I may be returning to wrestling at least for one show. I'm uh, definitely retired from that whole part of my life. Um, was never a bigger part of my life than music anyway. But it was always kind of my second deal. I did. Uh, I was always a local local wrestler and manager. Um, but as I stated in a couple of podcasts ago, we had our uh, buddy uh, Justin take his own life that used to wrestle with us is uh, Gemini Havoc and uh, we're going to do a true uh, they're going to do a memorial show my buddy uh, Darren is putting together a, m- a memorial show for him but you know we don't, we don't know when we can have it because of the virus so may uh, make an appearance there either either in the battle royal or I may possibly uh, manage the super destroyer my old uh, partner which I uh, may have him on the show here shortly, actually. It'll um, be interesting to talk to him. Um, but yeah, that'll be coming up. I'll keep you informed on that. 
as far as all the other pro wrestling stuff, it's the same old thing. They're just uh, wrestling for nobody. I think the WWE is now going to tape every other week instead of every week. So they're, it's all a big mess, just like sports. I, I work uh, as a part-time security guard for the Salt Lake Bees, the affiliate for the uh, Los Angeles Angels, and I'm supposed to already be working, but but doesn't look like we're going to have any baseball going on either for a bit. So that sucks. Um, and like I said in the uh, intro, I got the I got the one gig lined up with my CCR tribute band, Tombstone Shadow, August 22nd. I do have a solo gig sometime in August in Park City at the library. I'm not sure if that's going to happen. But definitely keep tuning in uh, to my Sunday uh, improv jams. I appreciate everybody that's done that. Uh, usually somewhere between 9 and 11 mountain time. I used to set a time, but now I just kind of get up, have my coffee, and play some improv jazz tunes while everybody has their coffee and opens up their other windows and reads their their stuff. And so that's every Sunday, mountain time, sometimes around 9 and 11. Probably be like a brunch, lunch thing out in the, out back east. Um, I'll probably keep doing that. Uh, find me on uh, Jeff S. Lawrence Facebook. Uh, Jeff what is it Jeff S. Lawrence 1 on Twitter uh, Jeff Lawrence Music on Instagram uh, also on Facebook you can go over and like our uh, page for the podcast the Southern Man Western Town Podcast you can find this podcast on iTunes Spotify Anchor uh, Google just uh, Southern Man Western Town a lot of most people tend to listen to it on Spotify um, I appreciate all of you listening, but yeah, the Facebook page is the Southern Man Western Town Podcast. You can go on there and like the like the show, request on the interviews. If you want to be on the show, hit me up on a direct message. Um, if you want to support the show, at Venmo at Jeff-Lawrence-48. If you want to uh, PayPal me, LawrenceJeff1968 at gmail.com. I like to keep bringing you content. I like to keep keep the show going so if you can support me in any way whether it's a dollar whatever you got i'm not a I'm not a southern preacher i'm not paula white i'm not going to tell you to send your uh i'm not going to tell you to send your utility money in to me just do what you can if you can support that'd be awesome um if you want to find my music just go on to itunes spotify you can look it under you look it up under js lawrence which is my most recent stuff you can find uh, just Jeff Lawrence. There, there is some other Jeff Lawrences on there, but most of my stuff's instrumental. I got 26 albums out. Jeff Lawrence, J.S. Lawrence, and uh, Jeff Lawrence and Wars. Uh, I used to sing for Shovelhead, if you like the heavier stuff. Um, encourage you to do that. Um, stream my music, download it, whatever you want to do. You can buy full-length albums on iTunes and uh, CDBaby.com. So, uh, yeah. And again, check out Caging Elliot. We appreciate them. And this is a song, Betrayal, in its entirety, by Caging Elliot.
This has been Southern Man, Western Town, episode 21. Take it easy out there, peas, and be nice to each other.